everybody welcome back to negro please radio i'm your host chris allen and as always off the top i want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in downloading streaming however you taking my podcast i appreciate it welcome if you're new this is it this is the podcast it's about 20 30 minutes i talk about uh a bunch of different things my life my son my family comedy social shit just all type of types of things so uh welcome and uh man it was uh, a whirlwind every year uh, the holiday season is a whirlwind. It's uh, it's uh, it's a lot. I need to adjust this chair. All right, there we go. That's better. All right. Yeah, and, and it's crazy, man. It's just we put so much emphasis on the holidays, Christmas, and all of that, and then boom, it's it's over. You know, it's just like uh, it's just so much hustle and bustle, running around. It's just, and then. Soon as that first piece piece of wrapping paper is torn, that's the end. All the hours of just driving, standing in lines, waiting for stuff, ordering online, just looking for shit, driving around, like I said, and it's over within a couple of minutes. <laughs> it's almost like getting bussy. Did I say bussy? It's like it's like getting bussy. It's like having sex. You put all this work in, dinners, phone calls, text messages, dates, right? And uh, you open the present and you're like, eh, I, think I'm, I think I'm good. I think I'm done. That's it. It's not exciting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, honestly, uh, and uh, for real, I hope everybody had a great holiday, man. We had a great time. Uh, I guess I'll jump right in. For those who don't know, we have a 10-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's, it's nothing. But uh, Miles had a great Christmas. Uh, he didn't really ask for much this year. He is one of those kids. He doesn't really ask for much. But when he does, it's typically not uh, It's not something small, and that's that's not a bad thing. He he knows what he wants, and uh, he only really asks for things that he, that he really, really wants. So... He had mentioned an iPad a while back, and we got the iPad. The older iPad didn't support certain games and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I was like, you know what? They got some on sale at Target. Went and grabbed one, and uh, he was very, very happy. Very, very happy. And let me let me say that. Say this. This that is the, one of the best parts of being a parent. It's just watching your kids on Christmas. Uh, just open gifts and, and be so excited and so happy when they get something that they want. It, it, it's just one of the, it's just one of those those feelings, man. As a parent, it, and I, I had to call my my parents, uh, especially my dad, this uh, this past holiday, and just had to thank him for um, for really making the holiday special, man. My parents really really worked hard at making it special for us. So I mentioned that in, the, in my previous episode, but I had to call them and tell them to say, hey, man, it, it's just uh, thank you so much. You know, for for making those uh, for those making those times a very very special time. I mean, I, I'll never forget those days. Just the sounds, the smells, and just the, the feeling. But uh, yeah, we uh, we had a great time. It was it was a good day. Um, this year on Christmas Eve, I I I, uh, I made my sauce for the ziti. My plan this year was I'll do ziti for like a little lunch uh, appet. You know what? An appetizer, if you want to call pasta an appetizer. Just just to get the blood flowing. Uh, so I made my sauce the night before. I made it on Christmas Eve. And I was like, you know what? I'll let this sit overnight. The flavors will come together. It'll be really good. And it was. Uh, it, it was great. But um, 
man, as I've gotten older, I've, my sauce has gotten, <laughs> it sounds weird. I love to cook. For people who don't know, I, lo- I love to cook. I-, I think if I wasn't pursuing comedy, and who's to say I still won't at some point? I would love to work in the kitchen. I, I love to cook. I love feeding people. Uh, I just I, I love having meals and stuff just and, and, and dishes come together. It's fun, man. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, just all the timing of, of it, seasoning everything, just getting everything out. The presentation, having people enjoy it. It's just the whole process. The whole culinary process is very interesting to me. Uh, it's something I kind of discovered. I can't even say later in my life, but I was in my 20s, and I was like, I kind of like this. Kind of like cooking. Uh, I actually thought about pursuing that in my 20s, but I found comedy, and yeah, it's been stuck in here ever since, but I love this too. Um, Oh, but the sauce. As I've gotten older, I started making my sauce a lot simpler. When I was younger, I I felt like I had to add all this stuff. Onions, uh, just tricolor bell peppers mushrooms just all this stuff like oh in my mind i was like this is a good sauce the more shit you put in it the better better but nope i keep it simple now i found um i'm pretty sure you guys have heard of uh binging with babbage he's a huge youtuber uh actually from rochester as well uh but i watched a video of him make a bunch of different sauces a while back and he made this really really simple sauce with these sam marizano tomatoes i hope i'm saying that right San Marzano tomatoes. And basically, they come kind of peeled and stewed already. And uh, you just put them in a pot, season them up. You you crush up the bigger pieces. Uh, throw a little bay leaf butter in there. Salt, pepper. And uh, you saute some uh, onions and garlic before. And then once that's all aromatic and it's translucent, you throw that in and you just let it, you just let it kind of simmer, do its thing. And this time, I use some... Um, uh, Italian sweet sausage, and it, you you get the beef taste with the flavoring from the Italian with the Italian sausage seasoning, but you're not you're not getting the uh, the fat content from the beef. Uh, and you know what? It's a it's a hard switch when you go from making your pasta with beef and pork, uh, your pasta sauce with beef and pork to turkey. At first, it's a little weird. You can really taste that difference. But over time, you kind of get used to it, and you go back to the beef. You're like, damn, this is good. But they've come a long way with the turkey. Now they do it in so many different ways where it, uh, you can still get that uh, that Italian sausage taste, man, by using the, the, turkey, uh, the sweet turkey sausage. That's what I go for. So that's what I use. I use the Italian sweet sausage, turkey meat, uh, a little bit of garlic, fresh garlic, um, they didn't have any bay leaves, so I had to use a dried up one, which you can definitely tell the difference. It, it, it definitely changes it. Um, and a little bit of tomato paste, and I just let that simmer for a few hours. And once it got down to the, actually, you know what I had to do? I got it down to, um, about 90% to where I wanted to be as far as thickness. Then I just let it set on the stove. I let it cool. And I put it in the fridge overnight. And the next day I woke up and I, uh, I put it back on the stove for a little bit, let it heat through, made the noodles, put them in a casserole dish, mixed everything together, a little bit of cheese on top. And if you live with a cheese terrace like I do, <laughs> you got to do the casserole dish with just half cheese and the other is just it's just regular no cheese, uh, you know, topping on it. It, it's, it looks a little different, 
I, I need that layer of cheese on my on my ziti. But hey, when you, when you love somebody, when they don't like melted cheese, you just accept them for who you are. Okay, I would I accept my non cheesy, uh, melty cheese loving wife as much as I would if I had if our son was gay or whatever. You know, I will accept her too. It might take a little bit longer to accept her. Uh, it took a little bit longer to accept her not eating cheese, melted cheese. Okay, then it would be for me to ex accept a gay son or a trans kid. I just I I don't get not like melting. I don't get not liking melted cheese. I don't get it. But hey, we all have our our uh, our likes, our dislikes. And uh, the ZD turned out great, man. We ended up destroying that entire casserole dish. Uh, uh, not that day, almost. I, I we had enough left over just for a couple small Tupperware dishes. I had enough for me with the cheese, and I had enough for her with no cheese. And Miles is not like red sauce, so I I, I just made him some nice uh a nice bowl, a nice plate of uh, uh Alfredo with some penne noodles. That's what he wants. So that's that's what we did for lunch on uh like the lunch kind of appetizer on Christmas. That's what we did. Um, but we woke up uh, Christmas morning, and he saw that Santa Claus came. We we took all the gifts. We brought him into the living room. We put on some music. Uh, I like I love the Stevie Wonder Christmas album. That's what I grew up with. Uh, for the most part, you know, my wife does all the Christmas music. I mean, to be honest, sometimes it's like as soon as Halloween is over, she is playing Christmas music, and it drives me crazy that early. But definitely after Halloween. So for uh, so from Halloween to Christmas, I kind of let her do her thing. But on Christmas Day, I got to get my Stevie Wonder uh, Christmas album in. And I don't do it too much because I don't want to ruin it. And it's just something nice about being on the other side of uh, Christmas as a parent, man. You know, just I remember seeing my parents watching us in their robes, smiling and stuff. And, and here I am picking up all the paper, you know, watching him, uh, just listening to my voice and hearing it. I just hear my dad's voice. And it's just very, very weird. Sometimes it just feels like an out-of-body experience. I don't even feel like myself. Uh, but we had a great time, man, just opening gifts, laughing with each other. We got the music going in the background. Uh, and that lasted about half an hour. We had, we had breakfast. And uh, later that day, we had um, we had the ziti. I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. My bad. This is how I tell stories. I'm sorry. This is some Pulp Fiction shit. So we did the ziti for lunch. And I, I told myself, I also want to do a roast. My wife was like, you know what? You can make uh, Christmas dinner this year. I was like, all right, I'll do it. So I'm, I'm not, uh, I love roasts, but I don't make them very often. So I was like, let me make a roast. Again, I kept this very simple. Okay, I got like a little a little roast, just under two pounds. Seasoned it up, seared it. I seared some, uh, uh, some um, not seared, but I, I sauteed some, some carrots and onions in a pot too. A little bit of oil, seasoned them up. Let, it, let them get brown, translucent. Uh, the onions got translucent, I'm sorry. And once I started to, you know, it got a little aromatic. I, I took that out, set those aside. I poured in my beef stock, a little bit of chicken stock. I scraped the bottom off of that pot. Got some goodness, right? And once I uh, got that liquid heated through, I threw it in the crock pot. I put the roast in there, threw the veggies in there, and let that shit sit for about five hours. Uh, threw a little bit of red wine in there as well. And I, and I took some of the some uh, fresh garlic cloves like the big chunky pieces i smashed them and threw them in there too just to throw them in but i kept the seasoning on the meat fairly simple 
salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, sear. That's it, a little bit of oil. And let that go for a while. Uh, it wasn't as tender as I wanted it to be. Like to be honest, sometimes I like I like my uh, my I like to be able to cut my roast a little bit. I don't always want it falling apart in strands. So uh, it, it was a nice tenderness, not as tender as I would like. I could have let it go for another hour or two, but uh, I made sure I took the veggies out, and then I put them back in for the last twenty minutes so they weren't too mushy, and I did my my simple garlic mash. You know, a little bit of uh, butter. Sour cream, ranch seasoning, salt, pepper, blended it up. I mean, mashed it up. I, I don't typically don't use like the little blender. What do you call it? The little, uh, I don't even know what you call those. A mixer with the little, uh, with the little, um, I don't even know what to call those things. Yes, yeah, a little hand mixer. That's what it is. A hand mixer. I like to use a masher. I like a little bit of chunkiness in mine. So I use a hand, the hand masher and uh, they were great. It was great, man, and I uh, we steamed some broccoli. So we had ziti for lunch, and we had broccoli, garlic mash. I made him some rice because he's not a potato kid. And we had the roast, and we just sat back. We ate all day. Uh, we watched so many movies. Can't even say how many goddamn movies we watched. We watched everything from, from uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, the new Grinch uh, cartoon, uh, up to the Kelly Rowland Littles. The little series on, uh, I want to say, like Lifetime. So we we watched it all, man. Christmas Vacation, White, Black. We watched so many Christmas movies. I, I don't think I've watched this many Christmas movies ever during the season. But it was just back to back to back. Uh, we also did our classic thing where we watched a lot of the Bob's Burgers Christmas episodes. We love Bob's Burgers. So we watched that. We watched um, Blackish. We watched a bunch of their Christmas episodes. Um, we even watched the Festivus episode of Seinfeld. But we uh we were all over the place, man. It was it was it was um it was a good day. I I felt like I really got into the spirit the the for Christmas Eve and Christmas and even the day after we watched a few more movies. So it was just it was kind of difficult to get into it beforehand. But leading Christmas Eve, Christmas, and the day after was very very festive, very festive. Um. But man, the Christmas movies just they bring back so many memories. So many memories. I love Christmas Vacation. He loves it. Um Home Alone. I I remember taking my my dad taking my dad. My dad taking me to see Home Alone when I was 10. Now he's 10. And just just uh it's just it was a great weekend, man. That's all I can say. It was great. Uh we also watched a lot of reality shows. That's me and my wife shit right there. A lot of reality shows. I fought it for a long time, but man, I, I I really feel like reality shows are underrated. Underrated. You learn so much about like this interpersonal relationships, just how people interact with each other, and just it's just funny watching people forget there's a camera recording everything that they said and done, and then how when some shit goes down, they're like, I never said that, and they're like, All right, let's play the tape back, and this is like, Oh shit. I guess I did say and or do that, but I, I love that. So uh, we watched a shit ton of uh, reality shows. <sighs> All right, I'll get to that, but we also watched uh, the best man holiday. Um, what was it called? The final chapter series, eight episodes. It was 
So good. The Best Man series is a great series. It's got all the it's got all the All right, we're back. I don't know what happened. My mic came undone. But Best Man Holiday. No, Best Man, uh, the final. What's it called? Let me look it up. Best Man. There it is. Best Man, the final chapter. It's my bad. Best Man Holiday is an actual movie. But the final chapters chapters was really, really good. They kind of caught up. They kind of like... um. They just kind of brought you up to speed uh, with every with everybody. Enough, somebody else got married. Uh, it, it, it it it's just you kind of like I kind of just grew up watching these these films and remember watching them as like these these young professionals trying to get on their feet and like uh, and me being probably about five or six years younger than them and like kind of kind of looking to them like oh okay this is what my life. Or my, you know, could look like in five years, you know, uh, this could this could be my friend group. This is what people are, go through when they're in their mid and late twenties. People getting married and the drama and and just relationships and all that kind of stuff, and just watching them grow as like real as as like a man. It's kind of hard to really even just. Watching them grow in their actual profession, watching Morris Chestnut, Neil Long. Why, why the fuck did I say Neil Long? Why, my brain is all over the place. Let me see. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm tripping. I was I, I said Neil Long, but I had Sinai Lathan's face uh, in my mind. So, yeah, Morris Chestnut, Neil Long, Tay Diggs, uh, Terrence Howard, Regina Hall, Melissa DeSouse, uh, Nicole Ari Parker. I don't know. She wasn't in it though. I'm trying to see what who else was in this one. I don't. I don't remember her being in it. Or was she in it? Hera Paranow. Uh, yeah, those are all the big names. Yeah, Morris Chestnut, Neil Long, Tay Diggs, Sinai Lathan, Regina Hall, Nicole Ari Parker. And Melissa de Salsa, who played Shelby. But, oh, so what I'm basically trying to say is just like watching them grow as actors and, and as just people becoming more mature and older, it's just like the film has taken that on as well. It's like now they're facing different things. They're in different parts of their uh, and their careers. Um, just their, uh, uh, just you can tell like their characters have matured just like they have in real life. And I know some people are probably thinking like, why are you looking so deep into this? I just really feel like, this this miniseries really captured a lot of things that people are going through as far as like with their kids and their relationships and in their marriages and just like, um, you know, even like when you've been friends with people for a long time and you kind of hit a wall, sometimes you got to ask yourself, like, has this this friendship or these relationships, have, have they run its course? You know, and they just did a real job at really capturing like what uh, long-term friendships and relationships look like. And, and it made me realize, like, I don't really have many of those. <laughs> I, I don't. I just moved around so much. I just never really had, like, a a, a, a core friend group. But I definitely related to uh, 
a lot of the, the uh, relationship issues and the interpersonal stuff. It, it was just really, really good. I, I, I really enjoyed it, man. It, it, it was nice to see all those faces again. And, uh, yeah, it was, um, they really touched on a lot of stuff, man. It, it's just really uh, a film about, like, hey, man, like, be in the moment, cherish your friends, uh, be there for your friends, uh, be there for your spouse, uh, learning to accept people for who they are, accepting your children. It was just a, it was just a lot in there. It was just a lot in there, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun watching that with my wife and like just remembering all, a lot of the old scenes. Um, just uh, it just took me back to different parts of my life and times of my life. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. If you haven't seen any of the best man men movies, I, I highly recommend them. And uh, definitely check out the series, man. It's it's really, really good. And the way it ended, uh, it's not over. I think the best man part, I think that storyline may be over. But the way it ended, they can definitely pivot into and go into some other things. Still keep the cast, but you don't really have to, uh, to um, they don't really have to uh, further that storyline. Uh, it doesn't need to be the main story about his about Harper and his book and all the drama that his shit causes and all that kind of stuff. They can move on to something else. But again, I really enjoyed it. Sorry, I kind of rambled there. I was trying to get the words out. Just trying to really uh, convey how it, that series made me feel. And it, it's just nice sitting around my wife watching these shows and talking. I I, th- I feel like that's where we really really bond. And uh we 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 kind of like uh we go from uh, talking about uh, the situations in these in these shows, you know, these interpersonal conflicts and situations. And what I like about it is it, it kind of slowly um, evolves into conversations about our lives, our family, our relationship, uh, our kid, you know, stuff like that. And that's what I really like about uh, uh, shows and, and, and movies like that. So if you haven't saw it or seen any of it, please check it out. And I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Uh, I hope everybody has a great and safe New Year. And you know what? My goals for 2023 is just to be active, uh, make next year better than this year. And honestly, man, just it's to shut the fuck up and just get things done that need to get done without announcing anything. So that those are my goals. Of, of course, I'm going to sit down and write out specific things that I want to accomplish over this year, personally, professionally, uh, family-wise, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I think that's the biggest thing I want to do, man. I just want to be active and, uh, and, and make next year better than last year and, and, and just really just give it my all, you know. 2023, man, I, I want to try to approach that shit with a little, with some Mamba mentality, man. So, um, yeah, what are your goals for 2023? What do you what do you want to do? What do you what do you uh, what are your plans? What are your plans, or what are your aspirations? You want to move? You want to you want to be in a relationship? Get out of one? You want to have a kid? You want more money? You want a new job? What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, let me know. Leave a comment. Uh, let me know what your goals are for 2023. And with that being said, I think. Oh, before I get out of here. Uh, I'll be in DC tomorrow at the comedy loft at the, uh, my boy Benny is doing a show. I'm, I'm on it. I can't remember the name of the show, but I'm excited. Young brother. I'm, I'm excited to do these, these shows with these young folks, uh, see what they're talking about. And January 6th and 7th, I'll be closing out shows at, uh, club 808 in DC. 
8 o'clock each night, January 6th and 7th, 808. Um, yeah. So with that being said, there's a show. That's the show. I'm out. Happy New Year. Make sure you guys follow me on all things social media, at Chris Allen Comedy. Uh, I hope you guys had a great holiday. Happy New Year, and see you in 2023. I'm out.